This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello Dreamers and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with me Alex Manzi and to my latest travel diary as I am currently spending two months in South America um, starting off in Brazil and I am joined by Adam who you guys will know from previous travel diaries such as Tallinn, Reykjavik in Japan. Hello Adam. Hello. How's it going? Very well. Good. I'm good. So you're looking very relaxed up there. I'm in bed. We're, we're in our dorm, I'm on the floor. Adam's on the bed and our third guest, our third member of the band is Christian, who you guys would have met before, but who me and Adam met and talked about in the Japan travel diary, right? Yeah, that right? we met him in Japan and then he very quickly convinced me to go on an impromptu trip to South Korea. Yeah, so how's it going, Christian? All good. Or Cristiano, as, All good. as you're known in South America. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically, we are here because uh, me and Adam were talking about doing a trip around South America for a while. Um, and we were originally planning to go early Jan and then one day out of nowhere Adam messaged me saying what about New Year's Eve in Rio because <laughs> we weren't even planning to start in Brazil no we weren't we never I don't even know if we were planning to go to Brazil I think we were going to try and end up in Brazil okay um, but I got this message what about New Year's Eve in Rio and I was like yeah sounds good why not and I think two days later we booked it <laughs> if that <laughs> if that and then two days later, Christian had yeah. joined as well. So I managed to book even later than you guys. You did, yeah, I exactly. Did. Um, but yeah, so like Christian, you've travelled a lot. I have. You've travelled a lot. And we are currently, we've left Brazil now. We're in our next destination. But it was your first time in Brazil, right? First time in Brazil. What did you think of it? Amazing. Yeah? Unbelievable. Why? The people, the food, the beach, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. No, you're right. I can't imagine anywhere better than to spend New Year's Eve than Brazil. Oh, especially Rio. Rio, yeah. Especially Copacabana Copacabana Beach, yeah. the white party. That's, yeah. that's, I've always dreamt of that and now I've, I've done it. Completed. Bucket list Tick. ticked off. So yeah, like one of the things in Rio is that, or is it in Brazil in general, where people traditionally wear white on New Year's Eve to signify peace going yeah. into the new year. Um, and and not only different that, coloured underpants to yeah. signify a different thing as well. It. Adam went for red for love. <laughs> what did you go for? I think I went red as well. This <laughs> was the first pair that I pulled Christian would have, but he didn't have any red pants. No, I, went, I think I went for green. <laughs> Which I think was money. Money, yeah. Wasn't it, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, and New, so, New Year's Eve, um, we... So but basically we stayed in a hostel which was in a um, favela, pacified favela called Lemmy. Yeah, in Lemmy. Yeah. I don't know what the f- name of the favela was, but uh, the area is Lemmy. Oh, th- was that not the favela no. name? Oh, like this whole time I thought that was the favela. Okay. Um, anyway, the hostel was called Aquarella, um, which is a really good hostel, actually. It's yeah. really cool. It was Highly recommend it. Yeah, so it was kind of like a family vibe run hostel, but it was like a really cool like roof terrace, which looked over Copacabana Beach. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was a really, really good hostel and probably a bit of luxury compared to everywhere else we've stayed Definitely. so far. Mm. Um, but it was a very good hostel. And we kind of, one of the best things about it was there was the hill, <laughs> which could be the good thing or the bad thing, like a massive hill to walk up, like 10 minute walk just to get to the hostel. Yeah. But what else was there at the bottom of the hill, boys? Our favourites. Motor taxis. A little motor taxis. What, yeah. what a way to get up and down. Unbelievable. Just jump on, give, give them the equivalent of a pound. Less than that, I think, was it? Yeah, like 80p. Yeah. And that's it. You're on your way. Unless yeah. you add them and you tip them twenty pounds by the end yeah. of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so New Year's Eve. What did we get up to? Uh, we started off at the, the hostel, didn't we? It was a all you all you can drink, all you can eat party at the hostel. Some cool people that we'd met. 
Um, we drank way too many Caipirinhas. Way too many. Uh, we've learned our lesson never to do that again. And then we're about half past 11, we headed down to Copacabana Beach, um, where we were in Lemmy is a great spot because like the beach, how many people? Like two million people yeah. descend to the beach for New Year's Eve, all dressed in white. But Lemmy's at one end of Copacabana, which is where we were, so it was a little bit quieter, and we got like our own spot on the beach, right next to the water. Yeah, and water. yeah, yeah. Just watched the fireworks show from there; it was incredible. Yeah, until the moment where my shoe drifted off. Oh yeah, I caught that. The, way, the waves <laughs> came in and pulled one of my shoes with it, and Adam spotted it. Luckily, your brand new expensive Vivo barefoot. Yeah, my Vivo barefoot <laughs> hiking <laughs> shoes, which are fantastic, by the way. I have to say, I've been wearing them a lot, and um, they've done a lot of justice for me. Um, so yeah, Newsy, we went down to the beach, and then there was a street party, wasn't it? Well, I think we brought yeah, another Kai- a few caipirinhas on the on the beach. On the beach. Yeah, a really strong one. Oh, I think yeah, it knocked us out. Petrol. Yeah, it was, it was a pint of pint fairness. Of, it was, yeah. <laughs> and then where did we go after? So we remember hazy. we'd been through a friend of mine back in London. We'd been put in touch with a guy here in Rio, who then added me to a Facebook group. Yeah, that's for right, New Year's yeah. Eve. I messaged in the Facebook group and got added to a WhatsApp group. And then through the WhatsApp group, we started messaging. There was 123 people in there making, like locals, making plans for New Year's Eve. Yeah. So we got started getting invited to block parties in the streets, samba parties and favelas. Yeah. We had full intentions of going to all of them, but the all-you-can-drink caipirinhas <laughs> meant we made it to one block street party <laughs> tip, for about 10 minutes. Yeah, tip number <laughs> and one. And it was bedtime. <laughs> tip number one from Rio, don't drink all-you-can-drink caipirinhas. No. It's not a good idea. It's it not necessary. Well. We got <laughs> to the point where we had too many parties to attend to. We did. It did. We, we did. actually had we had an option as well to go and party on a, was it a, a pier, pier yeah. by the airport? Yeah. And the girl who messaged us was still partying at like 7 p.m. the next day. Two days it? later. Two days later. Two days, two days, two days later, later at 3 p.m. she was still there. Jeez. <laughs> That's intense. She must have taken a, a hammock or something. And she take can't. something else as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, so New Year's Eve. To be fair, I think that's one of my favourite New Year's Eves I've had oh, yeah, like in far, a long, long far. time. It was so good. It was so surreal. Just yeah. like being where we were, the settings. the pe- like, like It wasn't even on our radar. And yeah. it's just, we, got, we, just we booked it there. a week before we went with Norwegian Airlines. We got one-way flight, £350. Yeah. Like, that, that's more than you'd probably spend that in New Year's Eve in London yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> easily I probably have in some years like because you can't avoid it can you really um, but yeah so we did that next day was obviously a late morning <laughs> um, but we decided that we signed up for the, the two brothers hike with the hostel didn't we mm. um, so Doisy Mouse yeah Doisy Mouse so the, the two brothers hike is like one of the two mountains either side of Rio one's Sugarloaf which is probably more famous and the other one's the two brothers and you can hike up both of them and you get like amazing views of the city. So we decided it'd be a good idea to go up <laughs> to do the hike. Like, we probably weren't hungover at that point, to be honest. But to get to the top of the the um, the hike to watch the first sunset of the year. First sunset of the decade. The decade. Actually, yeah. um, and we did that. But it wasn't it wasn't quite an easy stroll in the park, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was a pretty... It was a short hike. It was only, only lasted like an hour. Yeah. But it was steep through the hot jungle. On top of a favela, and yeah, it was it was hot. <laughs> yeah. And why was it so hard for you, Adam? Because I was carrying every camera under the sun <laughs> on my back. <laughs> that was a big mistake. I thought, at one point, I thought we'd lost you. Oh, I thought I thought, I'd, I thought, I'd thought gone. I was gone as well. He, he, was, he disappeared into the distance. Start walking gone. backwards instead. Yeah, <laughs> army training. Yeah, there was. It, I mean, it, to be fair, in most of it wasn't that bad, but there was a few patches where it's literally like it was so steep 
you had to like grab onto the to the, the yeah. plants to kind of pull yourself up. Um, we all managed to do it without falling though. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we did actually. To be fair, I, I put that down to my new hiking boots. Yeah, <laughs> um, the trees definitely helped. We all yeah, had good footwear. Helped. Yeah, we did have good. To footwear. me, make note. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's important. Though. If you're gonna if you're gonna do one of those hikes, is like definitely don't do it in flip flops. Yeah, or Doc Martens. Or Doc Martens. <laughs> yeah, as Chris has not done before. Um, so yeah, we got to the top. To be fair, that was that view was amazing. You're kind of looking over the whole of Rio, yeah. like all down. You can see Ipanema Beach and then Copacabana. You can see like all the city. There's that heart shaped lake thing. There's the sea. Yeah, you the got favela. The favela, Rochinha to the uh, to yeah, the left. left. Yeah. You've got Christ the Redeemer. There's, there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot. I think actually that that coastline of Rio is like one of the seven natural wonders of the world it, it, right. it deserves to be yeah it's, it's beautiful it is amazing so that was a gr- i think that was a great way to kind of see off first day of the year. and we met some cool people as well from our mm-hmm. hostel um who we hadn't had the pleasure of, of sort of really chatting to yet had yeah we? a couple of Eng- english guys couple of english guys zayden ollie we M- met maya. maya maya and day from she's from paris but she lived in montreal um who else was on it David, the person who took us up. Yeah, yeah, David, yeah. yeah. shout out to David. He was really, really What's big character? character. Really big character. He was wicked. He was from the hostel. Um, so yeah, that was that. And then we kind of, what did we do after that? We went back. And we, I think we just kind of chilled in the hostel, yeah, didn't we? Because we got back one, quite yeah. late. Yeah. Because it was after sunset. And we, we, had a, we had a big day the next day. Yeah. So, so we saw uh, Josinha, which is the biggest favela um, from from Doisy Mounds when we did the hike. And then the next day we... We went and did the walking tour there. Yeah. What was the population? 150,000? 150,000 people. It's crazy. That is like, to me, that's a small city. That's not... Yeah. That's not just a favela. It's a city within a city. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I'd highly recommend doing that. Anyone that goes to Rio, look up the Favela Brothers walking tour. Yeah. So there's there's loads of different tours you can do, but the Favela Brothers is run by a guy called Obi who lives there with his mum. And he runs, you can stay in his guest house in the favela yeah. if you want. It's called the Hosinia guest house. Yeah. But um, there are other tours that sort of treat it a bit like a safari. Like a safari. Yeah. Yeah. Which a safari I really, truck. I think is, uh, it's a bit disgusting really. Yeah. But with this guy, like, it's all the money he makes goes, stays in the favela. He's yeah. involved with like projects like English language schools for the kids. Yeah, so it's a really, and it's an eye-opening thing to do. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, I think the I think the biggest thing for me was like getting the understanding of like the way everything works in the favela because it does become its own like ecosystem. Like, like every building had those blue water tanks on top, mm-hmm. and Obi kind of explained that the government fills up the main tank once a week. Yeah, once a once week. week, and it f- that fills their tanks once, like each personal tank once a week, and then there was just all little things that just you realised how it's everything is self-sufficient within yeah. the favela like no one really has to leave everybody looks after each other yeah yeah which is really cool like even on the tour it's like there was some stop-off points where there was like kids dancing and it was like you know we donate to them and then that money goes back into the community and then there was the the um capoeira capoeira dancers yeah and again it's like that money goes back into the community so it was really i thought it was a really eye-opening tour because it gave me more of a kind of like conscious idea of like favela life rather than it just being like a yeah. zoo type yeah. thing like you said I thought it was super interesting um, it felt pretty safe as well like the last time I did it probably eight years ago it was a little bit sketchier you yeah. see people with guns and things but this this time we didn't see any of that no. it felt really safe I no. found the Rio in general very safe for my first time yeah yeah. I think safe. there's a lot made out there it's a dangerous city I think you know much like any major city you have to obviously be have your wits about you it's like London you have to have your wits yeah. about you 
if you go into the wrong area then you know you're asking for trouble whereas if you're in the the kind of popular more busy kind of tour touristy and in inverted commas areas yeah then you're it's fine like yeah. the only time i felt a bit sketchy was when it was late at night on new year's eve and we were yeah. walking the streets and yeah you just don't know who's about yeah that was the only time yeah. other than that I, just, I felt really safe which is pretty cool so yeah we did the tour and then we oh we went to um <laughs> it was our big night out in the at the samba party wasn't oh, it oh yeah uh, so one of the things in rio is there's an area called lapa and it's like all the bars and 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 um like restaurants and stuff it's kind of like a cool sort of it trendy area I yeah guess. it's like a Shoreditchy. Yeah, exactly. Like if, you, if you've been to London, you'll know. And it's like one of the things that people say is don't go near the arches in Lapa. It's supposed to be really dangerous. It's not one of the big things. Like don't go near the arches because the, the, a lot of homeless people sleep under the arches. And obviously, you know that there's a lot of gangs and stuff around around there. So they're like, don't don't go to the arches. Don't go to the arches. So we we've looked up and heard about this samba night. Funnily enough, through that WhatsApp group, wasn't it? Yeah. So we've got off. We knew it was in Lapa. We've got got out of the cab. And where's he dropped us off? In the arches. In the arches. At the arches. And where was the club? Just underneath Behind the arches. arches. Just <laughs> underneath the arches, which is like fantastic, exactly what we needed. But it was actually fine, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It was It was a really cool place. So it's called Samba Independente. Yeah. And it's every Thursday night, there's a samba party yeah. there. And it was like a live band, like really cool DJs. It was, it was a little bit of a weird vibe though, wasn't it? Because it's like, I don't know, just find the whole, like, like South Americans are very friendly. Mm. But they also seem to just stick in their own little groups. They clicky. There's no like mingling between people, and that, yeah. part, that party felt a little bit like that, didn't it? I think uh, everyone buying their own buckets of beer and just putting down the floor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. even more like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that tripping over buckets yeah. trying to get through the crowd. Um, but that was a, that was a really really good night. Um, and then what did we do after that? I went home because I wasn't feeling well. I'd like I was feeling a bit flued up, wasn't I? Yeah, you yeah. went home, and then we bumped into. The girls I'd met previously in New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we met Rebecca, who I'd I'd photographed in New Orleans when she was working in Cafe Le Monde. And then I saw on Instagram that she was in Rio at the same time as us. We tried to meet up at that club, but we sh- we couldn't meet them. It was too big. And then we, after you left, we bumped into them. And me and, me and Christian went out to some dodgy little bars. <laughs> Interesting bars. In Lapa. We had a great night. And then we ended up swimming in the ocean in Copacabana Beach at 7am with them. Yeah. What a way to finish a night. What a way yeah. to finish a night. Yeah, Not before coming home and then joining me for breakfast. Yeah. Oh yeah. we went to bed. Okay, we definitely weren't drunk. Definitely <laughs> not, no. <laughs> As you kept saying. Sure. Uh, high on life. Yeah, yeah perfect, on I think life. it was just perfect timing. Came back, had breakfast. Yeah, smashed it. Smashed it. And then that was like, a, we only stayed, what, three nights was it in Rio? Yeah, felt like, felt like a week. Ages. Felt, felt like, like a age. week. It was only three nights. We did a lot. We, Jeez. we did a lot. We did do a lot. And I feel like the next day was obviously a, a slow one for you boys, but we didn't need to be out until later. Mm. Um, so we had, we kind of, I was up on the roof chatting to a few of the people we'd met. You boys came back up. We went for some lunch, didn't we? And Is that then, when we went to the Perkilo place? Um, mm, possibly. I actually can't remember. Let's pretend it was. Yes, so we, went it was. <laughs> <laughs> we went for lunch at a Pequila restaurant. Yeah, so the ki- they were actually wicked. Like, yeah, do you like, want to explain what that is to anyone? Yeah, so yeah. this this will be an actual serious recommendation for anyone going to Rio or Brazil in general is going to the Pequila restaurants, which is where you go in and it's like a buffet style. I think they have them like in London in some places. Yeah, like, there might be a couple in London. Yeah, yes. and you basically you fill up your plate with what you want and then you take it to the till and they weigh it and then they charge you based on the weight. Um, but... Like the food was really good, really good, really fresh, ridiculously cheap. Ridic- we paid like five. Good pounds. for vegetarians as well. Good for vegetarians. 
Um, which has been, do you know, to be honest, I thought that the whole vegetarian thing would be a lot harder than what it has been. Like a lot of restaurants we've been to have had vegetarian options. There's yeah. only been a couple of times where we've had a bit of an issue. Yeah, I thought it would be a lot more difficult for you as but well. The, the kilo places are perfect because you can get all your salads, all your, your rice, your beans, your mm. everything, your veg. Um, and then obviously you boys can go wild on the meat and the sausages and stuff. If anything, I think it's been harder for me not being able to eat cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely everywhere. Yeah, that's it. Brazilian, <laughs> everything. Brazilian cuisine is is made up of two main ingredients, meat and cheese. Yeah. Or meat or cheese. That there's, there's no middle ground. So <laughs> it's quite funny, isn't it? Um, but yeah, definitely recommend going to a kilo restaurant. Um, and then when we went back up to the to the favela, that's when we met Flavio. Who was what a legend character. himself? Great um, Who was that? Flavio, so you, you missed, missed out. out. You missed out. You uh, decided to walk off to the hostel. Flavio was the guy we bought our football shirts from. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 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 Um, so he was. He had a little stall in the favela selling football shirts. And um, as you guys know, I'm a big football fan. So I always pick up a football shirt from every city that I go to. Um, and we were bartering, well, having a bit of banter with him about shirts and stuff. And he was really funny. He's going, my name is Flavio. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. So shout out Flavio. There you go. Told, <laughs> him, told him we'd give him a mention. Although he doesn't have any Grêmio shirts. He didn't have any Grêmio shirts, which was very disappointing. He did He did offer to get a Grêmio shirt for me, but we were leaving that day. So um, yeah, it was a shame. And wasn't meant to be. Wasn't meant to be, exactly. And then we kind of, that was, that was our kind of Rio sort of summed up. And then we headed off to um, a new area. So we kind of, we had a, to- a toss up between places we wanted to go to. Because when you go to Rio, there's like a lot of different smaller towns near, or I say nearby, yeah. within a few hours yeah. reach. Um, which are good for like just a couple of days visit and stuff. So we had a toss up between Buzios, which is, which was one it's direction. Like a Brazilian Saint-Tropez. Which is a Brazilian Saint-Tropez uh, or like Marbella type place. Uh, or the other direction to the west was um, Parity. Yeah. Which is where we ended up and you boys saw a lot more of it than I did because I, I ended up being really ill uh, one of the days we were there and I was literally <laughs> in bed from, I think I went to sleep at about six and then slept through to about 7am. Yeah, you I had, had like some weird long sleep. Yeah, like weird flu sort of just hit me or like stomach bug or something. But yeah, Parachi is like a, it's like a little old colonial town. So really cute little houses, cobbled streets everywhere, nice beaches. It's like a little bit touristy, like a little, little seaside town, but it was really, really bit, pretty yeah it felt, it felt like a bit of a like a holiday resort <coughs> for brazilians didn't it yeah yeah some uh, of their day trip a lot like, from rio as well yeah yeah and we did it we did a little day trip while we were there didn't we we did um we we jumped so one of the things when you go to all these places like a lot of the hostels and stuff they will offer different tours and one of the things that we heard was good to do in parity was to go on one of the jungle tours because there's like loads of natural waterfalls and stuff yeah i think some somebody said there's like 140 waterfalls really there. yeah wow that's insane. But that was like, that was like yeah, an unreal, cool. I felt like I was in a movie. Yeah. Like we got in this, picked up by this guy in a Jeep. What was his name? Uh, Elias. I, Elias, yeah. Elias. He picked us up in a Jeep and we kind of joined another group of people and we kind of drove into the jungle and it was literally like, it was driving like, it was like, it was like a, a film set. Yeah. Felt like in Jurassic, like Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, it was like Jurassic Park, like driving through this dense jungle. I think you actually said at one point, imagine if a pterodactyl just flew out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I kept saying that. Was, but it does, like, when you look at those landscapes and all you can see is like hills and you understand how dense the jungle is, it looks like when the, the you know, like the helicopter flies over yeah. the trees in like Jurassic Park or something, or like King Kong. It's like, that's what it felt like. But the waterfalls were amazing. Yeah, right? there was that about a month ago or a month before we came. 
I'd seen that viral video of the guys sliding down the waterfalls on their feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like spinning round and stuff. I didn't even think like about where it was. kind of thing. And then we just, that's where we ended up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had, a, we had a little go. They wouldn't let you slide down on your feet though, would they? No. Um, thank God. But the guy the guy did manage to do it was unbelievable. Yeah. He was so good. To be twist turns. Yeah, to be fair though, I was trying. I tried to tell him that I can skateboard, but he was never none of it. Yeah, your, your natural balance. My natural God, balance. God-given balance. Yeah, God, God-given gift. Still haven't seen that balance yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but that was that was cool. Like we had to slide down on our backs. Adam had a bit of an, a nightmare. He ended up I did a, backwards. I did a three sixty. I was doing a skate trick. <laughs> but that, that was definitely a recommendation. Um, and then you boys had a night out. That was a night after when we got back. When I was ill, you boys had a night out, didn't you? So we how did. was the how was the nightlife in Parity? Surprisingly good. I'm trying to remember where we went. For oh, a small colonial town, one major club, a few nice bars. A hostel yeah. was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. So mm. um, what was it called? Shellegato. Shellegatos. Yeah, that's so our hostel was like a. We were saying today actually that it was it was really good because it was open to the public as a bar, mm. which meant it had a really good buzz and a good like um, good atmosphere. It was a good good place to meet people. So we could start off drinking there, and there was there was a, a guy singing live music, which was wicked. That and was. we met a couple of people in the hostel and went out with them. We did. Went separate ways. You went to one one bar, and I went to another one. <laughs> How did you manage that? I went and danced some traditional foho music. Showing off my my dancing skills. <laughs> <laughs> how did that go down? Went down alright actually. Yeah. yeah. Dance with any locals? I did. Yeah. I did, and it seemed to do the trick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> impressed with the, the white English boy who could forho. <laughs> the gringo. The gringo who can forho. <laughs> but yeah, that was. Um, you you boys have got really. Uh, I've noticed you've got a problem with like going out on a wild night out before we have to then go on the long journey to get somewhere <laughs> else. I feel like it just makes sense because you just sleep through the journey. Sleep through yeah. the journey, it's true. Is this, was this the day when you just turned around to us and just said, you two hate sleep? Yeah, then. that's right. <laughs> I think it was. No, I think, no, no, I think that was the night before because I was already like feeling really exhausted not knowing I was going to be <laughs> ill and we were sat down eating those like pancake things and we were like all just sat there like knackered and Adam's on his phone going oh there's a bar nearby that's open till 4am and it was like well, it was already 1am and I was knackered I was like you boys just hate sleep don't you because I knew was, we had to get up early for the that was, one of the that was one of the lines of the trip though <laughs> it's true I just want to sleep and go and do something <laughs> exciting during the day that's it that's all I want um, but yeah parity we did that and then where did we head off to after parity Illa Grande Illa Grande what a place how would you sum it up Postcard perfect. Ooh. Tropical island, isn't it? It is. Yeah. That really is like Jurassic Park. The jungle <laughs> on that island really is like Jurassic Park, honestly. <laughs> but Ilaganji is like a big uh, big island off of the coast of Rio, a bit further to the west. It's a couple of hours away from Rio, really, isn't it? We're real creative with the name of it, wasn't it? Yeah, the big island. Ilaganji. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that, I think, I didn't know what to expect from that. But it was actually amazing. Like thinking about it, there was no cars on the island. Mm. It was all like little. It was like a tiny little village. Is that you kind of pull up on this? There's one pier. It's like yeah. one pier in, one pier out. Like you pull up on this little pier. You get off. You're in this little village, and then the island is made up of like like loads of beaches. I can't remember yeah. the exact number. There's like hundreds of beaches, and you basically you can either get a boat, like a motor, a taxi boat, round the island to get to the beaches, or you can you can hike. You can hike your way but we, there. We were going to hike to... So there's one of the most famous beaches is... Uh, go on, how do you say it, Manzi? Oh, not, uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Lopez Mendes. Lopez Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> Lopez Mendes. 
you can hike from the the main town that we were staying in. It takes around an hour and forty five or two hours. We yeah. were planning, fully intended to do it, but then unfortunately it poured down rain. We decided against slipping around in the mud on the way to the beach. But when we so we took the boat there, and it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, but b- before we got on the boat. So basically, we'd organised the boat with the lady of the hostel that we were staying in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name. Was it I, Gabby? I don't f- know if we ever knew it. And I think it was Gabby. Um, anyway, so we, we said to her, look, we're, we're going to get the thing. She was like, okay, I'll, I'll take you there like to, to make sure we've got the right boat and all that. And she was like, give me 10 minutes. We're like, okay, cool. So we walked off to the shops to go and fill up on like supplies, like some snacks and some drinks and stuff, because apparently there was nowhere to buy stuff on the other side of the island. Um, and as we're kind of like making our way, Back from the shops. <laughs> she just appeared. <laughs> she just appeared down the street. She came and found us. She, she, thought, she thought we'd run away. Yeah, she, she, she felt like my auntie, in fairness. Yeah, she felt she like... trying to look after us all time. Yeah, like someone's mum or something. I don't know what she felt like when she was climbing into my bed, shaking my foot. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing she did. <laughs> to wake you up. I was fast asleep, climbing into my bed, tugging on my leg to see if I wanted the air conditioning on. <laughs> But she was she was a bit she above, above and beyond there. Above and beyond, but she didn't mean the best. So <laughs> yeah, she she, she walked us to literally walked us to the boat. She literally got on the boat with us to make sure we got on it properly, and then walked off again. Yeah, the boat nearly left with her on it. She yeah. nearly came with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> like panicking. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was cool. Yeah, Lopez uh, Mendes was wicked. It's, it's known as one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. I think um, top three beaches in the world. Would you say it is? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Right. Full. It's long white sand, jungle behind it. Yeah, full of beautiful mostly argentinian people yeah and then a couple of gringos with yeah. a drone and yeah <laughs> with a drone yeah and there was a couple of uh like the water was really clear as well it was like yeah. turquoise clear like like beautiful kind of setting good surf beach as well really hot i think we all that was the day we all got burnt yeah. wasn't we it all got burnt, yeah. yeah so definitely sun cream up when you go to the yeah. island <laughs> it's really hot but there's also the other boat tours that we didn't do yeah, yeah. that takes it there's how many islands there's about 50 islands there's loads. They sounded amazing. If we had more time, we would have done Absolutely a boat. Incredible. Boat yeah. Canoe, snorkeling and unlimited caipirinhas. Uh, don't know if I'd do that again. No, definitely not. New Year's Eve, not sure. Definitely On a boat not. trip. Oh. Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse. Um, <laughs> but we did, uh, we we only did, what, two nights at Illa Grand? Again, yeah. it feels like we've done loads there. We've been hopping around. Yeah. And we did, um, so we, we did the, the, the beach day and then when we got back, we were kind of chilling at the hostel because uh, the, Gabby, the lady who owned the hostel, said that we could have some free drink when we got back which never materialised did it um, she gave us a beer she gave us yeah, a beer yeah, yeah. she actually she did um, so we, we invited a couple of uh, we got chance to the uh, Marlou on the boat yeah. the Dutch girl Dutch girl we invited her back for a drink um, and wh- the hostel we were staying in was like overrun by these young Argentinian girls yeah like 2021 um, so we were in a dorm of six and it was us three three girls and then the dorm next door was another dorm of six which was full of them and they were just like it was like they were everywhere absolute so chaos it was chaos and we were like we were sat there just having a casual beer sort of planning our next kind of trip and booking up a few hostels for like the next part of the trip and stuff and they just all appeared in the kitchen out of nowhere and it was like they were all just doing stuff like moving chairs picking up tables putting them down grabbing plates <laughs> like they were in the kitchen they were cooking it was like it was like a scene out of the borrowers they were like just <laughs> it was like it I've never seen a dinner made so quickly it was like <laughs> it was, some cooking was very impressive it was, yeah. it was like a whirlwind it was, all, it was all done and dusted in about 15 minutes it's pretty impressive I believe it but it was like and then and then it all got a bit larried not in, not in a bad way it's like we'd had a couple of drinks they'd had a couple of drinks and basically the whole time we were there we were trying to be polite, weren't we? We'd say hello, yeah, like best. good morning, and they would just like blank act, us, act as if we didn't it didn't um, exist. 
and then after that we'd had a few drinks and stuff and they were kind of like pre-drinking to go out we were sort of knocking about in our room starting to get changed and one of them just started speaking english and we were like oh you speak english now <laughs> we were like, having a bit of banter with them about you taking up the bathroom and at this point they're using my bed as a chest of drawers I mean, they were using the whole the whole room <laughs> as a chest of drawers. I've never seen so many suitcases. <laughs> there was like, there was six of us in a room, but somehow there was twelve bags. I don't know how that worked. Um, and they never changed their clothes. They were no, the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> but they were they were they were all right in the end. They weren't too yeah. bad. They didn't they didn't mean any harm. They were just sort of there to, to have oh, their right. party weekend because I think that a lot of the island seemed like very young Argentinian yeah. people. So it felt mm. like it was a time of year where. Every, a bit like you know like summer in Ibiza for us I guess like everyone goes to that island to like celebrate something yeah um, instead of mad nightclubs there's just one one spot on the beach where they go every <laughs> night and have a beach party yeah yeah and just sit in their groups and <laughs> yeah. drink beer and chat it's quite it's quite interesting um but I really liked it Legrangi like because even the next day I know Adji weren't feeling well so you it was my turn to be sick yeah it was your turn to have what I had um you stayed indoors but me and me and Christian we went uh exploring didn't we you went to Pride the Prada Krana, that was it. Which was I, I would say, I'm just gonna throw it out there, was better than Lopez Mendes. Yeah, it was up there. Oh, great. The v- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the scenery, I think, and the view yeah. from the beach and the water, and, well. and the water. Yeah, the water was really calm. No waves. Still. No waves. That was one thing about Lopez Mendes was the waves. Yeah. So this beach was about a thirty-minute hike through the. Yeah, kind of, you kind more of like hike, more of a nice walk. Yeah, you kind of go, yeah, you go through the jungle in parts. So you you basically walk along the beach towards like if you're looking out at the, the main beach, you walk to the right and keep going, and you follow like this path which kind of goes through the trees, and you end up at like a couple of other beaches and stuff, and you keep going until you end up at the beach you want to get to. And we ended up at this Crena, yeah, Crena, Crena beach, um, and it was kind of like a little tiny bay surrounded by Jurassic Park jungle once again I, would, I was actually terrified that like a T-Rex <laughs> or a Velociraptor was going to come charging out it was like because it's, it's, it's very weird how it's like the water like a little bit of sand and then it's just like dense jungle there's no like there's <laughs> nothing no, there's, no, there's no break <laughs> um, but that was like quite a really good uh, little beach day even though I'd, sorry you missed out that was alright I got a nice nice amount of sleep that day on that really uncomfortable sofa <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Don't or get don't get sick the day you're checking out of a room. Yeah, and travelling to oh, to get God. back to Rio. Um, so we, using the easy transfer, which wasn't that easy at all. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Oh, and we also got another per kilo meal that day as well, didn't we? We, we did. Oh, that was really good. Before the beach, that was, really that was again that was really good. Another another uh, per kilo restaurant, which was really good, with, like really fresh food. Um, so we checked. We 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 hung about at the beach for what a couple of hours maybe. Yeah, two two about two hours. Yeah, and then we trudged back, and we had the the kind of long journey back to Rio, which was like. You get back on the ferry, back on the one pier, back on the one ferry, <laughs> get taken to the other one pier, <laughs> get off, and then you sort of hang about, and you get the bus. Th- to be fair, that bus journey wasn't that bad. And it was all right. The good thing about Easy Transfer, although it was a bit slow and tedious, it, they do drop you right to the door where you exactly. want to go. Exactly. And to be honest, like it was a bit slow, but I think anywhere is going to be slow. Yeah. That's just, it's it's just the Brazilian way. Yeah. Like Everything's like organized chaos, mm. isn't it? It's like we... When we before we got to Ilagrangi, like we got the bus from Parity, and we were kind of just left in this like kettling area, where like there was just loads of people who had no idea what was going on. Like no one knew like how we were getting on the ferry. No, like no one said anything. We were just in a little holding pen, like sheep. It was just chaos. (laughs) It was just absolute chaos. People all over the floor, bags everywhere. But the Brazilians knew what they were doing, yeah. so it was fine. And every so often they just shout out where you're going, and that's it. Yeah, and Off then you, you follow the lady, and that's it. You hope for the best. <laughs> uh, but that's definitely one of the things I've noticed is like 
there's a lot of organized chaos in mm. Brazil. Like it always seems like everything's disorganized, but it always always works. Always works. Always works. Um, any other observations you boys have made of Brazil? Um, went down pretty well. You guys wearing those football shirts that you got? Yeah, from oh, that's, that, that. to be honest, that'd be, that'd be quite a big tip. Is like there's a there's a lot of different things you can do in Rio to eat cheap and everything. But if you're wearing a Flamengo shirt. You're bound to bump into loads of Flamingo fans. We were getting offered all sorts. We were getting all offered discounts. taxi rides for, for a discount. We got some we got some money off a meal. We did. We, there was like it was chaos just because I was wearing a Flamingo shirt. So yeah. even if you're not a football fan. Yeah, big passionate football fans over Find here. someone, buy a shirt off them on the beach. And, and make sure it says Gabby Gold on the back. Make sure it says <laughs> Gabby, Gabby Gold on the back and wear I th- it. I think another good tip would be to buy a little phrase book. Yes. Attempt a little bit of Portuguese. Yeah, they love that when you try. Yeah. Even if, if you can't. Even if you get it wrong, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Same, same as most places in the world, but like here here especially, yeah. they, they really appreciate it. Yeah, I think they do because I think, I think you know, it's different being anywhere else in South America because it's all Spanish and it's, mm. you know, Spanish is quite widely spoken, whereas like yeah. Brazilian Portuguese is <laughs> it's my favourite language, yeah, by the way. My, yeah, easily one of my favourites, but like Portuguese isn't that widely spoken, is it? Yeah. So, I think they really like you taking the effort to try and speak and communicate with them in their language. Even just the simple things. Yeah, even just like the thank yous, the hellos, the goodbyes, the, you know, how much is this? The And then the rest you can just figure it out by yeah. having that awkward foreign exchange. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> pointing at stuff, trying to <laughs> do charades. Um The other thing I would say, don't drink uh, the tap water. Yeah, don't drink the tap water. Don't drink ice. Don't Avoid drink the ice. too many drinks Which is really hard because... Yeah. Caipirinha is full of ice. And yeah. it's a really hot country. And it's <laughs> a hot country. But I'd definitely say make sure you're getting filtered water or bottled water because I think the water is what made me ill. Mm. And I think Adam as well. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely don't do that. And also to get around, we used quite a lot of Uber, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, really Uber, cheap. It's made it so much easier yeah. travelling around Brazil now. Yeah. I actually figured out that it was cheaper for us three to get Uber than it was to get a bus. Yeah. 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 yeah it was really, so if you're, in, if you're in a small group, definitely... Ubers are way cheaper than back yeah. home. And they've also got a metro system in Rio, haven't yeah. they? So it's quite easy to kind of like get about anyway. Not sure if I'd be that keen on taking that no. on my own. No, that's true. That's true. If you're on your own, yeah, definitely not. Um, Especially when you got really busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That was, that was chaos. That was, that was chaos. definitely organised chaos. There was people pushing. Like, was, pff, I didn't know what was going on. We just had to make sure we got off at the right stop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think overall, man, like for me, I lo- I mean, it's my third time in Brazil. Like, I love Brazil. I love I love the Brazilian culture. I love the people. Like the, the way you can just try and talk about anything mm. to them. Most most people are quite friendly, aren't they, really? They're very warm. I think it gets a bit of a bad reputation, Rio particularly, and Brazil in general. But I just, yeah, I just think they're really warm people. They lo- They just love like talking, drinking, partying. Having a good time. Having a good time. All about the good vibes. Good vibes only. I'll be back for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. What would be your highlight from Rio? Oof. Can't be watching those fireworks on the beach. Yeah, good. Surrounded by Brazilians, having an amazing time. Yeah, Christian. I'd say the same thing, really. New Year's Eve fireworks, but then I don't know little things like you wearing your flamingo shirt, walking around, <laughs> people come up to you. Yeah. Something just don't get back home. I would say. Um, I'm going to try and pick something different. I actually think Ilha Grande, to be honest. Yeah. I thought it was really like calm and peaceful. It was really zen. Like I quite enjoyed like our little Mowgli moments of like walking through the jungle barefoot and yeah. <laughs> to get to beaches and stuff. It was quite, it's just different. It's just a different experience. And I liked like there was no, no cars. It was all very like, it felt quite authentic. 
yeah. even though there was obviously a lot of tourism there they just felt authentic and I'm sure yeah. there's some beautiful spots on that island if you had a few more yeah. days to oh, explore you could spend ages there yeah and even just the other areas around Rio I think you could yeah. probably spend you know we like I said we only went to Parity and Ilha Grande but there's others to look into it's well worth it um, there's a well on Ilha Grande who not have too many tourists at one time yeah not to m- only one pier a few ferries come in yeah no felt overcrowded always yeah, have space on the beach yeah that's yeah. a really good point actually yeah yeah, well it was, managed. It was very well managed. Again, part of the organised chaos is like, yeah. I don't know how they managed the boats coming and going no, and yeah. the taxi boats. and. But they all seem to come and go at the same time, yeah. those yeah. boats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was a, there's always only ever one pier. Yeah. It's not yeah. like there was multiple no. piers for them to put up. It's like they knew. There was like, a, it was like everything was like clockwork. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd definitely say that. Um, but we yeah, because that's it. We went to the beach as well. There's You have to walk through, you have to hike through. You have to hike through yeah. to get to a nicer part. Nicer part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think what else we did? That was it, really. Did we do anything else? Um, no. So no. I'd, I'd definitely recommend a few of those things. The the Two Brothers tour was amazing. The Rosinha Favela tour was amazing. Uh, what else? The Ilha Grande, go to Parity or somewhere else. Um, if you get the time, yeah. you have the time. And we, we did all of that in space of how many days less than a week less than a week six days wasn't it yeah Yeah. six days Um, so it's not like you need loads of time off work or anything to do this you can you can come spend a week ten days it's pretty cheap ten ten days you could get a lot done really really like if you just want if you're going to restrict yourself to Rio and the surrounding areas you could probably probably get to another Brazilian city cheap by flight in that ten days but you could do a lot in ten days for sure Luckily for us, we've got a little bit more than that. We do, we do. And we are uh, currently in our next destination, which is Uruguay. Um, so we will fill you in on the next episode with what we get up to. Um, I'm quite excited for this because I kind of have no expectations. It wasn't ever really on my radar, Uruguay. No, no, no nothing about it. Here we are. <laughs> so, um, boys, you want to let, let the people know who are listening how they can keep up to date with your travels via Instagram, yeah, yeah, check me out, Adam Mac Photo. Mine is uh, C Charles with a one instead of an L. Instagram. It's uh, very artsy. Artsy, yeah. <laughs> and me, I am Alex Manzi on Insta. We're all kind of constantly posting so you can follow our travels as we go, yeah, uh, basically. And we'll, we'll fill you in for the next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you then. This podcast is produced by Unedited.